welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Jillian Winters. Hello. Um, this week will uh, it'll be our Valentine's Day special, because today we're recording this podcast on uh, Valentine's Day of 2021, but um, before we get into that, we'll talk about some things we've done. So, um, well, this weekend marks Jillian's, uh, birthday celeb weekend amid a, a pandemic, so it's <laughs> as good as it, I guess, can possibly be without infecting yourself with an infectious disease, but, um, <laughs> um, but anyways, um, we, uh, so yesterday we went to a, what's known here in Louisiana, the inaugural reverse parades if you want to jill if you want to talk about those more yeah so I, everyone knows mardi gras is my all-time favorite holiday and this year mardi gras day is my birthday the 16th um tuesday and uh, so i've been really excited it's always a good time when my birthday coincides with the big mardi gras stuff <clears throat> However, this year has been a little bit of a downer since everything's canceled. But Spanish Town, I found out Friday. Okay, so some backstory. So I was going to have just a few people over. We were going to do axe throwing because um, I've never done it. And we had been talking about doing it for a while. And then have people over in the backyard just for like some king cake and just hang out. Like, you know, try and be safe. But I was just feeling really... I don't know it just wasn't sitting right with me um I found out one of my friends couldn't come and she had been part of the axe throwing planning for a while so then that just didn't feel right our backyard just looks really small for the amount of people that were going to be there the new UK variant that spreads really easy had me nervous and it's like absolutely freezing outside so all in all I was just like not feeling good about it so I just canceled I told everyone let's just I would rather take some time to plan a great St. Patty's Day party, like out in a park. We can have some yard games, some music, some good food, like wear costumes, like it'll be warm, it'll be safe, you know, a lot bigger than my backyard. So we went with that. And then like 12 hours later, I found out Spanish Town was having a reverse parade on Saturday. So I was really, really glad I canceled my plans because... Um, anything Mardi Gras is way better than axe throwing or hanging out in my backyard. No offense to anyone who was invited. Um, I did try and invite some people to reverse parade, but you know, no one loves Mardi Gras as much as I do, I guess. Um, so yeah, a reverse parade. We did this with mid city last weekend too, which was really fun. People decorate their house. You know, uh, if you Google house floats, that's what's going on. So they decorate their houses and instead of the floats going past you, you go past the house floats. So you drive around and look at the decorated houses. Um, some people stand out in their yard and wave, party, throw. They still throw throws just from a safe, safe distance. So it's kind of like being in a parade, but you're in the safety of your car. So it was it was a really fun time. Yeah, I enjoy probably the reverse parade more than the... Um actual parade yeah it's a lot shorter i'm a bit of a downer when it comes to most things in life but jesse hates mardi gras and so like 
I honestly don't know how we ended up married. Because, oh, really, Jesse? You yell at me saying we're a professional podcast because I'm trying to pet my cat while we record? We're uh, (sighs) semi-professional. Sorry. Anyways, um, I will say I might be biased because we live in Mid-City. But I do think Mid-City, their house floats weren't as pretty as the Spanish Town house floats. Like, Spanish Town was decorated really nice. People had just gone more it just was bigger and Mm. uh the theme was pretty in pink because spanish town is flamingos um so the house floats were prettier in spanish town but mid-city was like way more fun because there were people like actually outside engaging as you drove by um we got lots of cool unique mid-city throws they have a little squirrel mascot i even got a cup that says yardy gras which is what they're calling it this year instead of Mardi Gras because the yard, you know, setting up in your yard, your house floats. Um, so Mid-City was just, like, super fun. Spanish Town was pretty, but, like, if people were outside, they were just, like, partying and they didn't, like, really engage with you as you were driving by. Um, there were a few houses that did. Um, and then there were some houses where, like, no one was even outside because it's freezing so understandable but also it's like okay cool pretty house i didn't have to do this at a specific time but it was still it was nice it was a nice little surprise you know i found out about it friday mm-hmm. it's a nice surprise for saturday yep and um did you talk about what happened today like we were gonna go and uh see the, the otter swim and stuff yeah so we had a really just full kind of weekend plan so we had spanish town yesterday oh excuse me i'm burping and Mm -hmm. then we napped for basically the rest of the day um i got pretty drunk real fast at spanish town (sighs) whoops um and then today we were supposed to go to barnhill preserve and do an encounter tour where you get to they're like an animal rehab place and they have a lot of animal ambassadors that can't be released out in the wild so in the encounter tour you tour their facility see all the rehab they do and then you get to meet the animal ambassadors and jesse on top of the encounter tour you can pay extra to get in a a heated swimming pool and swim with otters and so jesse got me that for my birthday and i've been so excited about it but since it's like sleeting there and it's like 30 degrees here they canceled they just said it wasn't safe so we had to reschedule that so that's a bit of a downer yeah but it's also i mean we're just hanging out in our warm house semi-warm yeah at least we're not gonna be rushed you know we were trying to fit in the otter swim and valentine's day celebrations Mm -hmm. and i still have to do cat shift at cause today like it's just it was gonna be a lot for one day so this feels much less rushed sure but um so that marks the end of our plans or what we did this week and activities um so um now we're going to continue on to uh, what's part of our Valentine's Day special. So we're going to mark, we're going to talk about questions like, um, right now there's like this uh, trend going on in Facebook where you answer questions about like these certain questions that people are, are uh, 
posting to their wall or whatever and it's like a like pretty much like i guess like a survey or something so we're gonna answer those questions not on facebook but on the podcast so a different way of doing it yeah so it's called the valentine's day challenge hashtag yeah oh all right Okay, so I'll read the questions and we answer. So, fun story. We actually kind of, we went out and got dinner at Whole Foods the other day and sat outside and ate. And it felt like the first time we had been on a date in like a year. So that we kind of went over these questions then. And that was really fun. It was a good time. Uh-huh. Why do you look so upset, Jesse? I'm not tired. Come on. So romantic. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Let's get it over with. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Perk up. Alright, jeez. Okay. Calm down. Okay. How did you guys meet? Um, we met on a website called okcupid.com. Yeah, dot com. Yeah. Next question. Oh, that was okay. Jesse was one of the few people, I will say, like, one of the few people who could, like, keep a conversation going online. Ladies, well, I don't know how it is now with the apps, because this was back when I was, like, still on my laptop. But, like, people would message, and instead of keeping a full conversation going, they just every day be like, hey, how's it going? Like, I, I already answered that. You want me to tell you how it's going every single day? Like, come up with some new questions. I'm bored. So Jesse was one of the few people who could keep a conversation flowing, which was nice. Is that difficult? And surprising, actually. Of all people, that you were the one. Well, that makes me feel like, am I superior to my generation? You were a superior <laughs> online dater, that's for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. What uh, are you up to? I don't, <laughs> I don't know you. Why am I going to tell you what I'm doing? Yeah, that's probably just some uninterested men who are just interested in a certain thing. Yeah, I also think it's like they were treating it kind of like a texting combo, and that's not the it's not the same. It's more like a pen pal, you know. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, um, first date. What was our first date? Um. Well, obviously, back in when was this? Twenty fourteen. I wasn't, um, or still I'm not, like, a well-put-together individual. But, um, I, just, I said, why don't we, uh, just walk from your apartment down to the levee and, you know, see, look at the levee. It sounds like it'll be romantic. And, you know, just talk to each other along the way. And, um, it was hot that day, so I wore shorts. But I guess I wore, like, not great glamorous shorts just like comfy shorts and um apparently did that turn joe off immediately immediately but um i remember what joe wore she wore shorts i remember how cute her legs were Aww. remember that um i don't necessarily remember the conversation per se do you i remember parts of it where you talked about how you were in the navy and lived in japan and stuff like that because that's kind of what turned me around. So Jesse shows up wearing like a Mr. Rogers, like all good in the hood shirt oh, yeah. with 
athletic shorts that don't even match. So it looked like he just rolled out of bed or was potentially homeless. So he walked in and I was just like, oh, no, nope, not going to happen. Um, but yeah. But then, yeah, you talking about kind of your life experiences and you were able to actually like keep up a conversation. Um, <clears throat> it made me, you know, change my mind. Like, oh, maybe this guy is kind of interesting. Mm. You know, at least he's interesting to talk to, even if he's painful to look at in his atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess no. don't judge a book by its cover uh, always. Well, good thing you didn't. I will say also, the ne- it was either the second date or the third date. Jesse, like, really stepped it up. Like, he put on, like, khakis and a button. Like, he showed that he got up his game. So that really made that also made a difference. I can clean up when I have to, but most of the time it's disheveled. Yes. Anyways. Okay, how long have we been together? So, counting, when that, was that like end of August, early September, right? The end first... of September. No. Yeah, it... I moved I moved down here. Um, I thought it was early September. No, my last day of work in Minnesota was like September 14th or something. Oh, okay. All right. So around then, and then we were off and on seeing each other between then and December of that year. Well, we weren't off and on, but we weren't exclusive till December. Yeah, but yeah, and then December we decided to be together. That was like the date, December 1st. We said we were, this is the first. Do you remember that? Yeah, you remember that? I remember it being at a Dollar Tree. Oh, I don't remember that. But or maybe I was. Were we texting? I don't. Rem- I remember being. I remember the Dollar Tree being involved. I love the Dollar Tree, by the way. Anyways, so we said that we're gonna be together, and um, so I guess technically we've been together for. So by what the end of this year, it would have been a total of. Seven years. Yeah, so I count ours as like I think we were celebrating October first as our anniversary before we got married. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, just to like round yeah. it out, make it easy to remember. I freak. Sorry. But I mean, December is when we went exclusive. I knew, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, yes, we've been we've known each other and been dating, at least some form of dating for almost it'll be seven years in September. Yeah, we'll be married for three years in April, April fourteenth. Is it three years? Seriously? What? I just didn't realize it had been that long. Okay. Oh, that was the next question. How long have we been married? Three years in April. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Age difference. It's like, what, two or three months? Yeah. I think it's two and a half months. I'm older. Yeah. Jill's two and a half months older than me. Hers is February 16th. Mine's May 3rd. So I get to be a cougar for two so, months. I knew her date. All right. Who was... Birth date. Who was interested first? It's probably me, huh? Yeah. I think you probably messaged me first online. Um. Yeah. I would say you were probably interested first. Who's taller? 
Definitely me. No, I'm taller than Jill. <laughs> by than, like a foot. By nearly a foot, yes. <laughs> Who said I love you first? I think I did. Jesse definitely did. Mm-hmm. I was probably drunk. Yeah, that was. Um, so Jesse said I love you first on St. Patrick's Day, um, or at least the day we had the parade. Um, but, and then after I didn't say it back, I was just like, okay. Thank yeah, you. But I remember there was a <laughs> there was a time maybe before then that you said we were walking in Beauregard Town one time and you were like, I think I'm falling for you. Okay, but that's you don't different than that? saying I love you. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that. That doesn't sound like something I'd say. You definitely said this. Okay. You were not drunk. You were very sober because you weren't falling in the street. So anyways, well, um, Jesse said that was his favorite thing to do was to get drunk and say I love you um, <laughs> until we both said it soberly in June. I think you might have tried to say it soberly a few times before that, and I'd always be like, <laughs> just to make it stop. Um, yeah. But yeah, we said it in June mm-hmm. of 2015, right? Okay. Think so. Most impatient. Um, I think it's you, right? Me, yeah, probably. I don't. Yes. Most sensitive. Probably me. Yeah, I think we're two con- different kinds of sensitive. Like, I think you're the most sensitive in terms of like feelings and emotions, but like, I think I cry easier. Mm. Like, just looking at Luther, I'll start crying. Okay. Loudest? Well, I don't know if people need this answering, but just go off the volumes of each other's voice on this podcast and make the answer for yourself. Okay, so I'm going to assume you're gonna, you're implying that it is me. Your words. <clears throat> I would agree with that, except there's sometimes when you get in crowds... No, no, it's not when you get in crowds. It's when you get on the telephone. Jesse thinks he has to scream. However far away the person is, like if he's talking to Adrian in Massachusetts, I think he thinks he has to scream so that Adrian can actually hear him across the states. He's so loud on the phone. So, like, deafeningly loud. It is excessive. Okay, next question. I don't even realize it. Yeah, I come in like you're literally murdering me with your voice and he's like I'm just talking and that's Jill's uh, mockery voice of men this is how men sound all the time (laughs) okay most stubborn Um, this is a hard one I think I'm probably the most stubborn yeah but I'm I am definitely getting better in that department, I would say. Yeah, so we talked about this for a little bit. I feel like Jesse is, we're two different types of stubborn. Mine, I think I would call it more of like um, a person of strong convictions as opposed to stubborn. Like I think about something and make a decision, and once I've made the decision, I'm pretty dug in. Yeah, she doesn't budge. Yeah, but then... Jesse is stubborn at first, 
like doesn't doesn't want to give in but then he thinks about it and then either you know may, maybe doesn't always give in but you know then it he reacts first and then comes to his decision later so it's more of a instinct rather than a conscious decision <clears throat> jesse also very much likes his routine yeah well it's, i won't budge on that no he, he does not um <laughs> falls asleep first me yeah jesse like will be speaking to me and then literally like 10 seconds later i hear snoring it's real annoying okay cooks better probably jill yeah i mean probably i, I mean yeah you jill i mean i'm not terrible though no you're not terrible but like i'm really good right yeah <laughs> yes ma'am Jill's a good cook. She's she can bake real well too. Mm-hmm. Can't I can't really bake at all. You the things you do make though you make really well. Like there's some things that Jesse's just way better at. Like um, oh the pizza. Yeah, for some reason I try to I Jesse makes keto pizza that's like the crust is mostly like cream cheese and mozzarella and stuff, and like I can't do it. Like I don't know what. I think the trick is I need to refrigerate it before I try and roll it out, like with those bagels. Um, mm. But Jesse just makes it so much better. I don't, I don't do it. that. I know. I don't know why it works for you. I made bagels with basically the same crust recipe, and you have to... Anyways. Mm. Um, yeah, they were pretty good. Okay, better morning person. Me. Definitely Jesse. I don't yeah. like the morning. I mean, no. I like the morning. I just like taking the morning very, very slow. Jill's morning is 12 p.m. Okay, well, sorry, I like to sleep. Are Who decided that days start at 8 a.m.? Well, Who decided that? What? Well, anyways, why did you say you're sorry that that's when you get up? You're not sorry. I'm not sorry, no. That you're was just, a sarcastic sorry. Yeah, why even say it, Okay. Though? Better driver. We're both good drivers. Yeah. I mean. I'm better. Okay. I don't know <laughs> about that. I mean, I don't know. We're probably, we're probably, probably around the same level of driving. We probably can both drive in bigger cities. Even though Jill did drive in Boston. I think I could have drove in Boston as well. Boston was easy. Yeah. Boston was easier than New Orleans. Yeah, and I've driven... Yeah, I've driven in New Orleans. I've driven... So, I mean, I think we're both good drive. I think I'm a better parker. Yeah, I think you are a better parker. Yeah. Well, I'll give you that. I think the hardest place I've ever driven, actually, and it's it probably is more because... It was I, it was just dark and confusing, and I think I had the settings wrong on my new GPS I just got. But when I moved back from Maine to St. Louis, I like went through New Jersey, and like it was. I think I might have like had it where I avoid tolls, so I was on all these crazy roads, and I think that was definitely the hardest. Like oh. going through parts of New Jersey and parts of um, New oh. York that way. Oh, I bet. It was just it was hard. Yeah. so many people on like tiny roads yeah anyways um but that wasn't even like a particular city sure so okay 
Um, most competitive. Um, we're both pretty decently competitive. Um, I get more competitive about sports and competitive, like car games, games and stuff. Like, yeah, Jesse's competitive in the traditional sense. Win or loss. Yeah, I'm more competitive in the sense that I just assume that I'm going to be the best at everything. Mm. And that's just that's... falsehood. Excuse me? You're not the best at everything. That's ridiculous. Okay, but I'm pretty good at a lot of things. Don't make that face. Are you pretty good at singing? Okay. Are you pretty good at playing guitar? Yeah, actually, I was when I took guitar lessons. Was. That's the past. Okay, enough of this. Funniest. I think this is actually a contention point in our marriage. I would definitely say I'm the funniest. And I think I'm clearly the funniest. So we're, uh, yeah. Really? You think you're funnier than me? Honestly? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> you're funny. You're funnier than me. <laughs> I think so. No. I don't. See, now we're going to get divorced, so I guess this is it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was <laughs> That's what I was saying before these questions. <laughs> See? Okay. Uh, I can make you laugh off the cuff. You d- And I make you laugh off the cuff, too. I make a lot of people laugh. All right. You make a lot of people laugh, too, though. I think it's tough because we're both funny. Yeah. Or at least we think each other's funny. Maybe no one else thinks we're funny. So, But whatever. Our humor is very similar. Okay. Where do you eat out most as a couple? I don't know, Panera? Probably Panera. Or uh, that one place, Atomic Burger? Yeah, we do eat a lot, Atomic Burger a lot. They have a um, cauliflower bun. Or you could do the... Delicious, uh, or lettuce wrapped. Right. And they just have really good burgers. Like, it's just really good. But Panera is kind of like when we're bored and just want, like, soup and salad. I don't know. We're, we're lazy like you that. You can also get the edamame. Mm. At Atomic Burger, yeah. Instead of fries, you can get at Ebedname. Edamame. Ebedame. Someone's cultured. Edabanane. Someone would have laughed at that. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> okay. Who is the neat freak? Jill. Yes. I'm not that much of a neat freak, but I. it's kind of organized. It's either really organized or organized chaos. Well, I think, well, you're the, okay, you are the neat freak currently. But I think there may be a time when I adjust to the pattern of my old habits to a new pattern of good, healthy habits. I don't know if this time will occur, but maybe the roles will change eventually. I I, mean, I don't know. I think if you put in effort, you probably would be more of a neat freak than me because of just how structured you are with your schedule and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm actually surprised you're not more of a neat freak. Okay. 
Okay. Where was your first kiss? Ooh. I don't even know. Do you? I'm gonna Probably ass- in your apartment? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to assume in my apartment. I don't think I really remember. Oh, man. We're a... Uh, that tells a lot about us. I remember being surprised at how good of a kisser you were based on your attractiveness. Wow. <laughs> Didn't realize these were the thoughts that were, you know, going around. <laughs> well, no, like, you know, you show up looking like a homeless person. I assume you're probably not that good of a kisser because hmm. you're homeless. Glad I broke the homeless stereotype for no, Jill. No, he still wears homeless people outfits. Well, this the homeless stereotype that homeless people are terrible lovers. <laughs> okay. It's just not true. They may smell horribly, but <laughs> and taste terribly, but the feelings are even just better. Stop. They're just as bad. Good, you know. Please stop. No. No. What? I'm done with that conversation. Well, who initiated That's what the people want to hear. Who initiated your first kiss? Probably, I'm going to guess me. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I usually make the first move. Oh, well. Aggressive. Yeah, I am aggressive. How long did it take to get serious? We kind of discussed this. We went exclusive in December. Right. Yeah. Were we, we covered like, that. serious, serious, though? Or... I think we were pretty serious after that. Yeah. I mean, there was some moments of contention in the relationship where it almost We broke ended. up a few times. But we mended and healed mm-hmm. and moved on. Who picks where you go to dinner? I think it's like a... Like, it's kind of like a poker game or like, a, like an auction. Like somebody throws a bid of where to go. And another person throws a bid, yeah. and then so finally someone actually decides. We just wallow in indecision for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare that, like, when we suggest going out to dinner, it's rare that we have a place in mind. It's more that we don't want what's in the house or don't want to cook, rather than I'm really craving a specific place. Yeah. We're just, it's <laughs> laziness at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, because because I'm such a good cook that usually what I can cook is better than going out or just as good as. Right. So it's not like, oh, God, I'm tired of eating all this gross food. I want some real good food for once. Yeah, but I'm not that picky of an eater. No. And I'm not. I, I don't know. Um, who's the first one to admit when they're wrong? I think I'm getting better at that. Who's probably... Maybe me? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a hard question because I don't think, I don't like thinking of us being wrong. Yeah. You know, like. We try to make this thing positive. Yeah, and also like even if, like the argument we were having this morning, like when I said this is why I'm upset, it doesn't mean that, like, even though my point was really good and valid, it doesn't mean that you were wrong. Like, you still, I could still understand why you were coming at it from the angle that you were coming at, you know? So, like, 
I don't think that it's anyone's ever wrong. It's just what is going to be looking at what kind of makes the, what we both need to change. Yeah. There's always some kind of compromise that needs to be made. Right. Um, I think, so in that sense, I think I usually am the one who points out why I'm feeling different than Jesse is. And Jesse is all usually, but then he's usually more willing to like listen to that about, you know, listen to the differences. Okay. Okay. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Probably Jill. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. No, I'm not. <clears throat> Why am I saying sorry? Can't help. Oh. All right. So the next one is um, who has more tattoos? Jesse has one. I do. I have zero. Correct. I stick with piercings. Who sings better? <clears throat> think i sing better definitely jesse although i sing louder jesse definitely sings better i think i sing better in my head than i do how it actually sounds or i, I think that at least i don't know because i'm tone deaf mm. so well i listen back to some of my recordings of songs i recorded and i'm like oh this is awful I wouldn't say it's awful, but I'm also tone deaf, so. Right. Um, okay, who spins the most? I don't know. Probably me. I don't know. Yeah, Jesse has very um, expensive hobbies. Yeah, I guess so. And he buys himself exactly what he wants. Yeah, but I don't go overboard. Like, I'm then financial ruin. No, I mean, you have the... I wouldn't have married you if you had horrible spending habits. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely more, still have a lot of uh, frugal issues from growing up, so I don't treat myself right. to as many things. Well, I mean, <clears throat> everything I've bought is, like, budgeted. It's not the most expensive thing. Unless it oh, was, burp yeah, burp. Sorry, oh, folks. Sorry, folks. Um, Please control yourself. Anyways, um, the the most expensive thing I bought was like if I spend something and I get like money for Christmas, I'm not gonna budget that money. Like it's not mine. I'm not gonna. So I'm just gonna spend it. Okay. So all right. Well, anyways, that's my thinking about whereas i spent my christmas money on vet bills yeah no uh, gift where although i then i did use the joint account to buy myself some things but not nearly as much as the christmas money so i probably should go ahead and use the joint account to buy myself some more things um where did we go to the same school no nope where's the farthest we've traveled together I guess Maine. Maine, yeah. We had to think about that for a minute. I was thinking Denver, but Maine's way farther. Mm-hmm. Okay, who drives when you are going somewhere together? Like where? I don't know. That's the whole question, Jesse. Um, I don't know. Probably me. Yeah. I th in town, it's usually Jesse. 
Um, it kind of depends. Like, if we're going, we split up, you know, if we're traveling long distances, and it just kind of depends on work schedule. Like, there'd be times, like, I don't know, I think we've gone to Dauphine a few times where it's like, I just drive because Jesse just got off work, and, you know, so he'll be tired and sleepy. But Jesse's on days now, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that was the end of the Valentine's Day challenge. Okay. Now we have listener submitted questions. <clears throat> so the first one for that is uh, describe your fantasy date. Yeah. Okay, you go first because I haven't decided. I, I haven't decided either. I don't really know how to answer this question. I guess I don't have any fan. Like I don't know. I think it's dates we've already done. Like um. I really enjoy the dates we've gone to, like, an Italian restaurant and sat there and talked and dressed up nice. Those were nice. So going... Dates we've are I can't really think of anything. I can't fantasize about anything that's, like... I, I, it's just not in me today. <laughs> okay, so Jesse is saying that of all the things and places we could do or be in the world... Going to a Baton Rouge Italian restaurant. Yeah, I didn't say it was a Baton Rouge one. <laughs> going to a Denim Springs I didn't Italian say restaurant. All right. Well, you said dates we've already done, so, I mean. All right. I don't know. Well, I guess, like, our, my fantasy now would be to, I mean, <clears throat> even though we're, we were planning on going to New Zealand, um... Probably either the Rotorua experiences or to see, like, what Queenstown was like. Because I wasn't too, uh, I don't know, Auckland seems way too big to be able to enjoy. You know? It might be still fun. Yeah. I might have a good time there because it's an international town. So you have more international elements. Like, rather than here in America where you go to, like... No offense to people I've met from Minnesota, but you go to Minneapolis and everywhere you go, it's a hamburger or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, have you ever been to Minneapolis? I don't know, but I'm it's assuming. It's very multicultural. All right. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm an idiot. But, um, all right. Probably some big town in South Dakota or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's accurate. All righty then. So I'm not big, well. First off, there's no big town in South Dakota. All right. Well, St. Louis is a little American. Yeah. All right. So just saying, I don't mind that, but I'm just, I'm just saying that those kind of experiences. All right. That's my. There it is. Boom. You got people. Everyone. I know it's a little all over the place. Yeah, I got yeah. lost in that question. So okay. So to all right. Let me say it. Let me say it. All right. It would probably be New Zealand, and yeah, any either of those three places, those towns, uh, Rotorua, Auckland, Queenstown, just the entire New Zealand vibe, and us spending our our honeymoon together. Mm. Excuse me, finally. Okay, yeah, I definitely want to go on our honeymoon. Um, I think mine probably... So it's hard because there's a lot of things that I think I'd rather do, but it's not necessarily like a fantasy date. Like, 
number one thing if it was just like Jill what do you want to do right now it'd be like transport me to Australia and I'll hold some koalas mm. you know but I think fantasy date wise I've always really wanted to do um, those I think winter cold places are cozy and romantic and there's um, it's in some Nordic country I think where they have like um, glass igloos that you rent as a room Iceland it's, maybe it's Iceland or Greenland. Um, yeah, Iceland probably. Um, or it was Finland. I don't remember. Anyways, um, where it's like a glass dome and you just have like a cozy fireplace and a bed. It's like a hotel room, but mm. above you, you can see the northern lights. Mm. I think that would be awesome, especially followed like after a day of like doing, I don't know. I think snow is just kind of romantic. Like I'd love to like try cross country skiing together. Someone posted that on Instagram and I got really jealous. Cross country skiing? Uh huh. What's that? Skiing on flat ground. Mm mm. Well, I'm not skiing downhill. That's, that's scary. Mm mm. No, man. Um, I don't know. Just spending a nice day outside. I like okay. being outside, doing nature things. That's safer. Um, you know, probably involve having some sort of adorable animals. Like maybe if we could pet some kind of amazing animals and then retire to a beautiful suite where we can watch the northern lights okay with delicious food <clears throat> can't you do all that stuff in alaska probably let's go to alaska yeah i'm serious all right i'll start looking into it Je jesse's about to get vaccinated oh yeah i'm so, getting the pfizer next week the yeah. first round i don't know how he's eligible but the va called him and said like come get it we're, we're still doing like people over yeah. 70 in louisiana so i don't know well but um once we get vaccinated let's go to alaska okay um let's see here's the next question what are your strategies for handling disagreements I think one of our main strategies that have worked so far is that we don't really yell at each other very much. I've definitely yelled at Jesse before, and sometimes it has been exactly what I needed, like just needed to scream in anger. Um, but actually solving things, I think we uh, take some time to cool down before actually discussing yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I don't... Have I yelled at you? You haven't yelled at me. Yeah, I might have, like, just had, well, like, a, like, a outrage and then just, like, simmered down or something. Yeah, you've definitely been, like, frustrated and, like, not communicating well, but you haven't, like, yelled at me. Yeah. But we're getting way better at the more better. Yeah. Or better. Wow. Something like an And for disagreements, I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with who's wrong. Once we're, like, simmered down, we actually really try to listen and, like, explain this is why I think this. This is why I'm feeling this way. Rather than just saying, like, you know, accusatory things. Yeah, and, it, and I think that's a better approach because... Of, like, people's thoughts, emotions, mental health, rather than, like, scientific right and wrong or 
you know, like, or just being right and wrong, mm-hmm. that's not always the answer because you don't, there's so many variables there because who knows how this person's going to feel the next day or this day or this moment. Yeah. So, like, you're just trying to see where the, you know, where the mark is of the situation and trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think that's a better approach, personally, than... Yeah. So, a lot, like, a lot of just samples of some of the convert like, how we handle it is rather than just, like, saying, when you do this, it makes me, like... I hate when you do that. It makes me feel like you don't care about me. Whatever. Like, even that's a good start. Like, saying it makes me feel like this. Um, But we take it a step further and say, like, when you make time to play video games for an hour, but then push back when I ask you to do one chore, it makes me feel like you value video games over being a decent husband and a you know contributing member of this household you know and it makes me feel like you don't care about the effort i put in to maintain this household well that was very specific (laughs) i mean i feel feel singled out here well i'm just saying like that's the one thing that comes to mind of like i mean i could say the same thing when you binge like survivor yeah amazing race or whatever exactly yeah exactly so it's it's explaining kind of like not just like hey it makes me feel like you don't care but here's specifically why like you know it kind of just doing the deep dive i do not play video games for 20 hours straight if that's what you folks think he does not and jesse does a lot of chores around the house okay now but we have had to have similar conversations Okay. Yeah. Well, my record's clean. <laughs> um, all right. Um So, let's see. When here's the next question. When did it hit each other? We might have already kind of answered this with those other questions. I don't think so. All right. Calm down. Uh when did it hit each don't other? To calm down. All right. Tell you calm down. Or whatever. When did it hit each of you? When you both knew you loved each other and that you wanted to be together for the rest of your life. So when did you know that you loved me and wanted to be with me, Jesse? Oh, I don't know. I I don't know a specific moment, but I just knew that you were the person. I don't know specifically when it happened, but like, I, knew, I couldn't, like, there wasn't any other person that I felt that way before with or can imagine another person with, like, another person to be with. So, I, I just decided. You don't remember when you decided? I think it was, like, at some point in 2017, I want to say. Well, yeah, we got engaged in 2017. Oh, wait, yeah, we did. It was 2016, then, now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't know, it's been a while. I think I decided, you know, about six months after I asked you to marry me. That's <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Anyways, but it was somewhere... It was somewhere, like, I guess summer, August, like, probably in 
the fall of 2016 is when I finally made up my mind, I guess. Yeah, I don't have a specific moment. I mean, I, we said I loved, I do remember us the weekend at Poverty Point when we officially said I love you for the first time. Um, is that 2016? Yeah. No, that was 2015. Was it? Yeah. Mm. I think you were ready to get married before 2016. You had been, like, badgering me about it for a while. All right. I, I just, I have terrible memory, people, so. So, anyways, um, so that, I mean, I do remember, like, finally deciding, well, I wasn't, like, still fully convinced, but I was, like, because I took, I took saying I love you in a romantic sense very seriously. I say I love you to a lot of people, and I don't, not that I don't take it seriously, but I try to be very free with expressions. Um, Jill's uh, a hippie. Yeah. But saying it in a romantic sense, I took very... Like, I didn't want to say it just to say it. But anyways. Sure. So, but in terms of getting... Deciding I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you, I, I'm i very afraid of commitment. Like, I don't know. Commitment's just like... I don't know. I don't like being tied down. So, that took a while. And I don't know if I ever just, like, fully made a... Like, if it hit me, like, yes, this is exactly what I want. But it was more like... Well, I guess we probably should. Yeah. I think Luther... <clears throat> I do think there... I don't remember it's specific, but I think there was a moment where I was like, Luther has chosen. Like, in all seriousness, I was like, Luther's... This is his dad. Okay. Um, and I do remember... Um, I have a picture of it. I do remember when Thaddeus got on your lap for the first time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and me being like, this guy's, th- this, I need to take the, I need to pay attention. This guy's <laughs> got some serious potential. Thaddeus just got in his lap. Yeah. So, that was a moment. Okay. So, and uh, I apologize that piece of furniture um, didn't survive uh, me. <laughs> the Papasan. Yeah, I. Jesse broke. I have like a bad habit ways. of when I sit into certain furniture that, like a sofa or, the Papasan, I kind of just like, I don't really jump into it, but I kind of like fall into he it. He jumps into it. He launches himself. Uh, that's exaggerating. But anyways, I I, I fall into the. Papasan or couch I don't know why but this it's a bad habit and I I probably can't break it at this point well the Papasan's gone forever yeah but like one day I'm just gonna crack a tailbone yeah no you probably I'm surprised you haven't already honestly <laughs> he literally like slams himself down it's like harder than falling <laughs> <laughs> anyways what's the next question okay um I don't know what listener submitted this question, but um, did you melt on your first date? <laughs> Jesse submitted that to my Instagram story. Really? <laughs> because we walked to the levee. I'd moved down from Minnesota where I hadn't gotten above like 80 in a thousand years. Um, and it was mid-September and it was so hot and I like didn't have any water. I think we had to stop halfway for me to just like die for a moment so yes i did melt i was so sweaty 
Yeah. So. Well, she's still alive, so it's all matters. I'm here. I did semi-melt, but I reformed. Right. Like a popsicle back in a freezer. Or or that movie Jack Frost, if anyone's ever seen that movie. Jack Frost is a direct-to-video movie in the late 90s about a serial killer got transformed into a snowman. It's uh, Shannon Elizabeth's first movie. I was going to say, don't spoil it. If you if you folks weren't aware who Shannon Elizabeth is, the foreign exchange student in the first American Pie. I don't remember that at all. Anyways, well, Which it's I a lot of movies. young men of my generation know about that. But uh, anyways, um, oh, okay. yeah, it's pretty gross. Sorry. Um, what is the ideal number of cats in one's home? That was submitted by a fellow. Uh, Alexa, a volunteer at Cause. Yes. What is the ideal number, Jesse? I think we're sitting at it right now. Four. Is it? That's my firm and honest opinion. And on budging, like we're talking about earlier on budging, I'm not at all. He also said he wouldn't be that mad if he came home and Camille was just like in our house. Yeah, because. You're so aggressive and don't relent and just keep suggesting animals upon animals upon animals. And then we're just going to have, we're going to have like cages full of animals in our house rather than furniture. Jesse, I have a lot of love to give. Okay. And these animals need it. You don't have that damn much. (sighs) Or that much. I shouldn't have said damn, sorry. Um, so I think my honest answer is I think it depends on the space of the home. I don't think there's any ideal number. I think it depends on how much space you have. In our and home, it's four. Personally. Can you guys hear Luther? That mic's not picking up, Jill. Oh, man, he's purring so loud. I tried to put his mic right next to him. Um, I guess... We did have five, and it seemed like a lot. Rifer, my when, okay. So my. When did we have five? When they were redoing cause, when they were doing the remodel. Oh. Don't you remember? All five were in the uh, living room at once, and we looked around, and we were like, "This is kind of scary." <laughs> um. So, but my argument is Riford. Okay, so all of our cats are like 11, 12 pounds. Riford is six. So he counts as half a cat. So I think we could have another little cat and it wouldn't it'd equal four. Yeah, that's not how that works. I think that's how it works. He's tiny. He doesn't count. His poops are so little. <clears throat> Jill has a skewed view on the real world. I have a very realistic and whole view of the real world. Jill picks and chooses what she thinks exists and don't. So let's uh, keep that in our forefront of our minds, audience. Also, does a dog count the same as a cat? Well. I think you can have more cats than you can have dogs, right? Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't think it's not ideal to have a dog here because you have to constantly walk him. Or we could let it out in the back. We we tried that before. We tried that with Asher and he wouldn't go, but Asher was special. There's dogs that would poop and pee in our backyard. On AstroTurf? Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, um, Asher was just finicky, <coughs> and he was blind, so he didn't. I don't know. Who knows? All right, and um, so we've 
we were at like 55 minutes. Do you want to do the uh, Jill's Kitty Corner? Are all the questions answered? All the questions are answered. Okay. Um, I, I didn't do any current events, but oh well. Jill's Kitty Corner. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Before we go to Jill's Kitty Corner, um, no, let's do Jill's Kitty Corner. Never mind. I'll update everyone on my endoscopy next week. Oh, yeah. Jill had a... Uh... Well, we can just do that real quick. Go no, because next we'll do it next week. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Jill's Kitty Corner. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Oh, so loud. <laughs> Luth, you woke Luther up. Oh, sorry. Anyways, okay, so this week for Jill's Kitty Corner is quick. Just want to make a plug that um, the Cause Mystic Crew of Mutts virtual parade has been released it's only the video is only like 13 minutes the parade can sorry. you not sorry 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 the parade portion is even shorter there's you know a lot of intro and stuff so i um, just want to encourage everyone to check it out our kitties are featured there's some really cute dogs you get to see the adoptable cats and dogs of cause as well some have been you know it's not up to date like some of the cats have been adopted and dogs and whatnot um, but worth checking out. You can go to Cause C A A W S, either on YouTube or on Facebook, and find the video. Um, it's super cute and worth worth checking out. So look at our kitties. That's it for Jill's Kitty Corner. <coughs> oh gosh. Okay, that real that one really upset Luther. Yeah, that was a violent one. Yeah, I thought it was it's funny. Okay, Luther, mom is here. Sorry. Well, um, <clears throat> I hope you guys uh, found some more insight into me and Jillian's relationship. And uh, hopefully it helps you out with your relationship or whatever's going on in your life. I hope you guys also enjoy this week's episode. And you can find the episode on most platforms. Mostly uh, you can find it on <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Spotify... Uh, Google's podcast, um, Stitcher, it's on a lot of platforms. Um, I've, I checked myself. Um, you can also send me or Jill, uh, whoever, uh, topics. Don't contact me. All right, don't contact Jill. So send me topics for the podcast or questions on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can also email me. On at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com um, and if you want to support this podcast uh, leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast and I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode bye <laughs>